The Daily Witness is not just a podcast, but originally started as a gospel newspaper. Trevor Van Vieren Ministries distributes this newspaper free of charge, paid for by partners and friends. If you have not received a copy of this newspaper in your mailbox, feel free to download a copy from our website, www.thedailywitness.co.za. And now, enjoy today's podcast. Welcome back to the Daily Witness Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Van Vieren, and bless God, today we're going to be talking about patience. And when I say we, I'm actually talking about me. Uh, I'm going to be talking about patience, and uh, I know a lot of people might not be excited about this topic, but you should be, because I want to share something uh, with you, and uh, I believe that, you know, after hearing my testimony, you can turn around and look back at your own life, and you can judge yourself, and you can see how close you were to various manifestations of God's goodness. So let's get into a word of prayer. And uh, then we'll get into this Bible lesson. Lord, we come to you in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for what Jesus has done for each and every one of us. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you are no respecter of persons. Lord, you love every one of us, regardless of our age, regardless of our race, our gender, etc., etc., etc. Lord, you just love everyone. And uh, Lord, we thank you for proving it when you sent Jesus to die on the cross for us, Lord. And uh, Lord, just continue to reveal what Jesus done for us and give us a greater understanding of that. And Lord, lead me in today's message. And uh, Lord, I ask this in the precious holy name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so today I want to be talking about patience and uh, I personally know what patience means, and uh, I know you do too, but uh, I wanted to start off by going and getting a proper dictionary definition that everyone is kind of on the same platform. So I have the Merriam-Webster app on my phone, which is an awesome dictionary, and uh, it's free on the App Store, and really, really awesome dictionary, and I first typed in patience. Okay, because that's what I'm going to be teaching on today. And it was very funny. And because this was the definition of patience, it says the capacity, habit or fact of being patient. And I was like, really? So I clicked on the link to be patient. Okay. And uh, this gave me some awesome definitions of the word patient, which is obviously relevant to patience. So there are five different definitions, and the first one is bearing pains or trials calmly or without complaint. Now, number four really stood out to me, and it says steadfast despite opposition, difficulty, or adversity. I'm going to read that again. So this is the definition of being patient, to be steadfast despite opposition, difficulty, or adversity. And uh, so, you know, when it comes to faith, um, I know so many people, they think that because you're dealing with a supernatural God, uh, because you're dealing with the spiritual realm, that, you know, miracles should happen as quick as using a microwave. You know, people want microwave blessings and uh, people want microwave manifestations. And uh, honestly, it doesn't work like that. And uh, I'm going to, I've got a lot of scripture that I want to share with you. And when it comes to natural things, everyone just accepts 
that there's a process called seed time and harvest. They just accept that. You know, uh, when a child is born, when the child comes out the womb, the child can't even sit up on its own. It takes time to even get to that. You know, a, a child cannot walk on its own. It, in the beginning, it cannot crawl. It literally just lays there. And uh, as time goes by, the child starts developing in, in areas where it can start crawling, um, it can start sitting, it can start standing up, it can start walking, it can start running, a child learns to read, etc, etc, etc. And there comes a point where a child becomes a teenager, and then a young adult, and then an adult. And then they become, at a later stage in their life, of course, they become the elderly. And there's always a process of seed time and harvest when it comes to you know, the educational system, a, a person has to go through that process from grade to grade or, you know, in the old days, we used to call it from standard to standard. And when it comes to starting a business, it's not a microwave situation. You know, even these uh, YouTube developers, you know, they start putting out their own content on YouTube and it's not overnight when they become a success. They go through this process where they start putting out videos and they got to put out a lot of videos to get their audience up. And it takes work to put something like that together. You know, they want to put out quality content and uh, it's it's not a microwave situation where it takes, for example, like two minutes. It's a process of seed time and harvest and everything in life is a process of seed time and harvest. Uh, planting natural things in the earth it's a process of seed time and harvest. And when it comes to spiritual things, a person has to be willing to be patient. Or, you know, where's my phone? I want to read that one definition to you. To be steadfast despite opposition, difficulty or adversity. You need to learn to settle. So let's see what the word has to say on this. Because, you know, faith, just because we're dealing with our supernatural father, just because we're learning to tap into the supernatural realm, it doesn't mean that everything's going to manifest immediately. And, you know, to a lot of people, they, for example, they want their healing and they expect immediate results. And that doesn't always happen like that. You know, there are people that have the gift of healing or the gift of faith where, you know, you can come to them and they can lay hands on you and bam, you'll get healed immediately. But generally speaking, you don't find those people on every street corner. You don't find those people in every single church. You know, generally speaking, a Christian has to stand for their healing. And if you actually study out healing biblically, you're going to see that it's a process. You know, where God heals the body and it starts from the inside out. Okay, and uh, so let's see what the word has to say. Uh, let's, I've got quite a few scriptures and uh, I'm going to start off in the book of Romans because I'm right here. And uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 24 to 25. And I'll obviously be reading it from my King James. It says, For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for what we see not, then we do with patience wait for it. So obviously you see that when it comes to supernatural things, you've got to add the ingredient of being patient. You've got to add the ingredient of waiting. 
but you've got to be consistently constant. You don't get into Word one day and say, okay, I got into my Word now. Now I'm just going to chill. Now I'm going to wait for it. I'm going to, you know, maybe play Xbox or PlayStation. I'm going to do all these other things and, uh, yeah, God's going to take care of it. No, uh, you've got to get into Word every day. You've got to be feeding on that Word every day. You've got to be consistently the same every day. Okay, so let's go to the book of Hebrews. And uh, there's two verses of scripture that I want to share with you there. And uh, this is Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. And it says, uh, That he be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Man, I love this. I'm going to read this again. That he be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So once again, um, when it comes to dealing with spiritual things, you have to add the ingredient of being patient. You know, you can't just have faith. You have to add patience. You've got to keep doing the same thing every single day until that what you believe in for manifests in your natural. So you can't have faith alone. You've got to have patience. You've got to be consistently constant. Praise God. I love the scripture. Do you mind if I read it again? No, you don't mind. Praise God. That he be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Now, I know that you want to inherit some promises. I know that everyone um, is believing the Lord for something. And uh, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now, an ingredient that so many people do not add to their faith is patience. And uh, I really want to share something with you. There's two things I want to share with you, but uh, let's keep going. Hebrews chapter 12 and uh, verse 1. I'm in the vicinity. And uh, it says, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. You see, once again, patience, patience, patience. Now, since we're in the vicinity, we can just skip over to the book of James, James chapter 1. And I love this book because I, I use this for wisdom. Um, especially chapter 1. Uh, here's James chapter 1, and I'm going to be reading from verse 2, and it says, My brethren, count it all joy when he fall into diverse temptations or different temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have a perfect work, that he may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. I have to read this again. There's so much revelation in it. So that is uh, James chapter 1, verse 2. To four, it says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into different temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have a perfect work, that he may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. So, once again, faith and patience, faith and patience, faith and patience. You've got to, if you're in faith for anything, if you trust in God for anything, you also have to be patient. You have to. You have to be, you know, uh, sticking to your schedule. You have to be standing in faith every day. You cannot, you know, trust God for something for like five days and say, well, that's it. I've done it. God didn't come through for me. You know, uh, years ago, 
I wanted to start practicing my faith. And uh, I told the Lord many, many years ago, I said, Lord, the only way I'm going to go into ministry is if I'm living what I'm preaching. You know, I'm not going to be one of those preachers that talk a big game, but they don't live it. I want to have testimony. I want to understand what I'm, I'm preaching on. And uh, so what I did, I started believing God for things around my room. And uh, I trusted God for a chest of drawers. And it came in two months, two months time. I didn't pay a cent for it. Uh, God was good. I said, okay, um, I would like a bookshelf in my room. I trusted God. I got the bookshelf uh, debt free. I trusted God for a bigger desk and I got the desk and this was cool. I trusted God for a television set for my room <laughs> and uh, what I would do is I bought a I bought a brand new um, entertainment unit and uh, I said, okay, well, my TV is sitting on you right now by faith. There was a lot of times where I would pretend, I would pretend to dust the TV I'm doing this in faith. And uh, when Marius and the girls came over, my two nieces, they would join their faith with mine. And the girls were young back then. And they would come to me and they, they would say, can can I also dust the TV? I said, yeah, sure. I said, just, just be careful, please. And I would give them the feather duster and they would pretend to dust the TV. And do you know that I was blessed with two debt-free TVs? But here's the thing. I was patient. When I was believing God for a computer, I got the computer. Don't be afraid to start small. You remember what the Lord told me many, many years ago. The Lord said, start small, but start somewhere. I know like, uh, you know, a lot of people look at their life and there's so much things that they need and they want to try and tackle everything at once. And when you do that, you end up doing nothing at all. Like practice your faith in small things. And then I promise you this, when you got a few things you know, under your faith belt, you can say, okay, you know what? I needed this. God provided that. When I needed this, God provided this. Um, and you can look how good God has been. And with practice, you can say, okay, I'm going to go to the next level now. I'm going to go for something bigger. Now, um, I want to just jump to Luke chapter 8, verse 15. And uh, this is quite nice. Jesus was actually talking about the sower that sows the word. And you all know the parable, you know. Um, he first gave a natural parable, and then he explained it from the spiritual standpoint. And he spoke of four different people. And each one of these four people heard the word. And the first three people, they let the word slip. They let the devil steal that word from them. But the fourth person, the fourth person, this is what happened. Um, Luke chapter 8 and I'm going to be reading uh, verse 15. It says, But that on the good ground they are, which in an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it and bring forth fruit with patience. I'm going to read that last part. And bring forth fruit with patience. And bring forth fruit with patience. I'm going to tell you something right now. There's a lot of people that's not bringing forth fruit because they are not patient. They know to do everything else. They know to first and foremost go to the word of God and find their provision in the word. They also know to feed on teachings on that particular topic. You know, if someone is standing in faith for the blessing or for a job or for healing or for protection or for a divine partner, they know to get teachings on that and feed on the teachings, feed on the scriptures. They know to pray the prayer of faith 
They know how to do all these things. They know how to act out on the word. They know to give God praise. Uh, there are times where God will lead a person to sow seed. They know to do that. But for a lot of people, they haven't mastered being patient. They haven't mastered that gift of just being steadfast. They haven't mastered it. And, uh, you know, they get into something new like almost every week or every month. And they, they try believing God for this and, you know, it doesn't come to pass. And then they say, okay, you know what, maybe I'm going to try believe God for this. And then they, they change everything. And then they start from scratch and they go for a month and then they stop and then God doesn't come through for them. Well, that's the way they perceive it. And then they jump to something else and they start trusting God for that. And the whole time their faith was working, but they did not see it through. It kind of reminds me of this uh, one picture that I saw actually quite a few times and uh, you probably saw it as well it's a picture a cartoon picture of two people mining and uh, one person he came so close to discovering jewels and he turned around in the mine and he was walking off sad and the other guy uh, he's just mining and mining and mining and he's gonna hit it to give you my two testimonies uh, the first one you're quite familiar with me believing God for the healing for my eyes that right there, it took me about two years, and I'm so glad that I saw it through. And yes, it took two years, and people might not like the sounds of that, but uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I was the one back then that didn't know much. I was the one studying out divine healing. I was the one studying out faith on the whole. I was the one practicing faith, and uh, I had to go through that process. And discover things for myself. And uh, you know now that I've walked through that process. Now that I have discovered how faith works. I am in a position to help others now. I'm in that position where I can tell a person straight up. Hey if you need healing. Get into healing. It's going to come. It's going to come. Healing always comes. But you've got to number one have the faith. And number two you've got to be patient. You have to be patient. I'm not going to lie to you. You know, there were days where I felt like nothing's working. There were days where the devil came down on me hard. There were days that I literally cried out to the Lord. I felt useless. You know, but all that time, faith was working. And you know what helped me? Is when even after I had a bad day, I repented and got back up and I carried on walking carried on walking by faith, carried on declaring that I'm healed, carried on making plans about the things that I can do because I was healed. Um, I carried on listening to teachings. I carried on getting into scripture. I carried on praising God. And uh, I just kept getting back up. Every time the devil would knock me down, I'd just get back up. Praise God. And uh, I just, I really thank God that he helped me. My second testimony is, you know, in times past, I, I gave away uh, two cars. I gave away um, a Ford and a Mercedes. And uh, they weren't brand new cars, you know, out the box. But uh, I gave them away. And uh, I said, you know what? I want to believe God for a car. This is what I want to do. I gave away two cars. Both cars had the ownership papers. Both cars, uh, their licenses were up to date. Both cars were in very good running condition. 
you know, and uh, I said, okay, you know, I, I gave away good seed. I'm going to trust God for a car. And uh, I started praying for a Ford Figo. And I'm just going to tell you something about the Ford Figo right now. The Ford Figo is not a big car. It's a hatchback, and uh, they call it a five-door. It's actually four doors with the normal boot. And uh, I said, you know what? I can believe God for this car. And uh, I started trusting God for that car. And, uh, you know, back then, I didn't understand faith to the degree that I understand it now. But um, I walked in all the light that I, I had, and uh, I would talk about that car a lot. Now, that's something that, you know, still sticks out to me about that particular faith project. I would talk about the car a lot. It was always coming out of my mouth. I went to the uh, Ford dealership and uh, I got the brochure and I was studying the brochure out. And why was I doing that? Because I owned a Ford figure. I need to know the specs of the car. If anyone asked me a question, I need to know. Got to know the tire size, the uh, kilowatts, the, uh, the features that the car had. And uh, I was speaking about it a lot. Now, bear in mind, I had already sown two cars. So I had seed in the ground. I got my scripture, I was feeding on that scripture, I was getting into teachings and uh, I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, what works do you want me to do? And the Lord said, I must pray protection over my car every day. So I said, okay, I'm going to do it. And I was praying protection over my car every day. If I can say I was being consumed by the fact that I had this car now, all of a sudden, God started confirming that I got this car. I started getting dreams that I was blessed with this Ford figure. My father, led by the Spirit, he blessed me with a brand new Ford keyring. And one day my father was driving home and uh, there was a silver, or, you know, Ford used to call it the Ingot Silver. Ingot Silver, Ford Figo, Titanium, that's the flagship. Every, that was everything I was believing God for, a silver or Ingot Silver Ford Figo uh, Titanium and there was this car driving in front of my dad no number plates and it was driving toward our house and my father was shocked my father was like oh my word this is Andrew's car he got his car it affected him so much that he said man he should have jumped in and believed God for a car the same time I did you know he was convinced that this car was coming to me but God was busy confirming that I already had the car. This was God confirming his word. You know, the Bible talks about first the blade, then the ear, then the full corn in the ear. You know, before you get a harvest, you know what's busy coming up. You know, you can, you can ask any farmer. They, they understand these things. And uh, you can see when a plant is growing or a tree is busy growing and there's signs there's physical signs that this thing's working. And even when it comes to spiritual things, there's signs that God is going to give you that you are on the right track. One day I was sitting in my room and uh, I was getting into word, also getting into faith concerning my Ford Figo. And I had a Ford key that was actually a spare key for my father's Ford. So I had that key, I had the key ring, and it was hanging behind my door. And I was getting into word, and as I looked up, I got this witness that I already had that Ford figure. I that witnessed that that car was downstairs. I that witnessed that, I can't explain it to you. It's like, it's done. It is done. I've got the car. 
I have the car right now. And I got so excited. And then that witness lasted like a few seconds and that witness lifted. And it just felt like, okay, there's a set of spare keys to my dad's Ford hanging behind the door. But what am I saying? God was confirming that Ford Figo all the time because I was getting to word all the time. And I was practicing patience. And then, believe it or not, I stopped. There came a time where I actually stopped getting into faith for that figure. There was something pressing that I had to get into faith for. And I put that faith project on the back burner and I stopped believing God for it. You know, looking back at it now and thinking about all the times God was confirming that I had that car, I was around the corner from harvesting that car. I believe it. I believe it. God was speaking to me so much. He was encouraging me to keep going. And that car was closer than I thought. And man, I'm the one that stopped it. I did not inherit the promise because I didn't continue being patient. So whatever you believe in God for now, don't be like I was. I came so very far. That car back then, I know the price went up now, but that car back then, the flagship being the Titanium, it was something like uh, 205,000 Rand. This, this was a few years ago. And um, that was the biggest faith project back then that I've ever believed God for. And uh, I came so very close. But I'm the one that closed the door to God because I'm the one that stopped being patient. I'm going to be honest with you, like uh, it takes time and effort to build something up in your reborn spirit. You know, you, you don't just say, okay, hey, I'm going to believe God for something today. And uh, you get into a bit of word, you confess a bit and bam, it's there. It, it's a process. It takes time. Like for my healing, it took me uh, two years. Like whatever you believe in God for, stick with it. See it through. You know, no matter how long it takes. To every person, listen, to everyone out there, it's not going to take two years. Some people, it might take two months. Some people, it depends on you. It all depends on you. I truly hope that this message was a blessing to you. God loves you. We love you. And remember, faith comes by hearing. So keep on hearing. Hey, everyone. If you enjoyed today's podcast, Feel free to let us know by contacting us via our Telegram channel, Trevor Van Vieren Ministries, or send us a message on our Facebook account. And if you liked what our ministry is doing, why not partner up with us and sow into God's vision, which is to bring a printed copy of our newspaper to every house in our city. All funds are used to increase the print run and reach more houses with the good news of Jesus Christ. You can sow via our website at www.thedailywitness.co.za. There you will find a tab called Sow Into a Vision. If you are inside of South Africa, you can use the option of SnapScan. You can download this app free of charge from Play Store or iTunes. If you are outside of South Africa, you can use our option of Give and Gain. We thank you for your faith and generous support. Remember, we love you and Jesus loves you.